Welcome to Take This Poem Podcast, where we explore the rich, wild things that good poems can do in the everyday lives of ordinary folks. I'm your host, Mary Guidis. Whether you're a longtime poetry lover like I am, or just barely interested, I invite you to take this poem. I hope it amends the soil of your life. Hello, my dears. I've actually been away from my mic for quite a while, feel a little rusty. I had episodes posting automatically while I was away on some road tripping and camping and Northwest travels. So that's pretty nifty that I was able to do that. If you'd told me 20 years ago, I'd have a little robot assistant posting podcast episodes for me while I was on a trip. Well, I probably actually wouldn't have understood a word that you said, (laughs) but it's kind of nice to have that. And it's good to be back at the mic in this actual moment, in this actual closet, and to offer you two poems today. The first is original work sent to me by a dear new friend and listener, Kelly Mine. Her interests in writing and poetry have been resurging lately, and we've been having fun talking about that. And I'll include a link to her recently resurrected blog, which is where her writing endeavors are taking place these days. So as we were chatting about writing, she had the generosity and courage to send me a recording of one of her poems. So that will be the first one you hear, Kelly Mine reading For Molly, which was written for her daughter. It's a poem of love and compassion, and I trust you'll enjoy it. Then next, since free association with poetry is one of my favorite games, I'll read a poem that Kelly's poem brought to my mind and finish up with that. For Molly, I love how folks smile when they look at you. And I can see a memory passing through of his own baby daughter and how he held her. And she laughed when he tickled her and slept on his chest and drooled on his shirt. And he should have spent more time at home, but now she has grown, married four years now, and maybe he'll have a granddaughter of his own soon. That would be so nice. Hey there, little princess, he says. And I can see a care-laden day carried in the eyes, the face, the shoulders, a day gone wrong, troubles aplenty. But when she looks at you and you grin at her, all gums and flappy arms, those cares disappear. And she is lighter, stands straighter, finds her center, and is more resolved to face the day because she remembered what was really important. She's lovely. How old? she asks. And I can see an ache in the heart, a tenderness that reaches out beyond understanding, because she wept to have a baby for years, and then her own was born. How she struggled to keep her healthy, how she longed to have her complete. She walks with a limp, but she's here now. Constant pain, crooked body, lovely smile. And she reaches down and strokes her daughter's hair. Look at the baby, sweetheart. Isn't she adorable, she says. And I can see the workday slip away. The joy in his face, the light in his eyes, the tenderness of his being when he reaches out to take you in his arms. And he knows that he will never quite understand how you wrapped him so tightly around that pink little finger 
or how he could ever protect you from all that he wants to. But you're here, and you're his, and there's nothing he wouldn't do for you, his sweet baby girl. It's good to be home, he says. The poem I'm going to pair with that today is called Masterworks of Ming. It's by Kay Ryan. And by Masterworks of Ming, she's talking about the beautifully exquisite pottery from the Ming Dynasty, which she saw in a museum. This is an elegant little slender poem, short lines. It goes down the page like a vertical ribbon. This is how it goes. Ming, Ming, such a lovely thing, blue and white. Bowls and basins glow in museum light. They would be lovely, filled with rice or water, so nice adjunct to dinner. Or washing a daughter, a small daughter, of course, since it's a small basin. First you would put one, then the other end in. Part of my vision for Take This Poem was to have it be interactive. I imagined it as a virtual bonfire poetry reading, where friends, family, local poets, and you can come together to warm our hands on some poetry. So what would that look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. You could send me a voice recording of you reading a poem to be included in a mailbag poetry reading. Commenting on the poem is welcome, but optional. Don't be shy. It's the only voice you got. What better use for it do you have than reading beautiful words out loud? Also, you could request a poem that you'd like to hear me read and ponder on the show. Or tell me what you've been thinking about these days and I could play literary matchmaker and choose a poem for you. And by the way, I am aware that I have a small but loyal following of youngsters out there and these invitations are all open to them as well. Send any of these or other ideas you have to take this poem podcast at gmail.com and join me in sharing good poems with this little community. I hope to hear from you soon.